Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. If your car needs a new catalytic converter, then today's your lucky day. That sounds good because I could use a little luck. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, The Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. It's called the Catalytic Converter, first produced in 1973 by Englehard Corporation. This expensive little gadget attached to the car's tailpipe is still used today and required by law for all gas combustible car engines. The purpose of the Catalytic Converter is simple. Convert harmful exhaust gases such as carbon monoxide, nitric oxide, nitrogen dioxide, and hydrocarbons into less harmful substances like carbon dioxide and water vapor by means of chemical reactions. Two of the uh, metals contained inside the catalytic converter to create these chemical reactions, there's actually three, palladium, rhodium, and platinum, are actually more expensive than gold, which might explain why thieves frequently steal catalytic converters and quickly sell them for pennies on the dollar. Good for them, maybe, but not so good for you, seeing as though a new catalytic converter can run upwards of $2,500 to replace it. Which leads to the next question. If your car's catalytic converter does come up missing or stops converting those harmful gases to clean air, could your car still run without it? Well, apparently, according to all the stuff I googled, yes, even this wonderful intro by our own Scott Kilmer on YouTube, it appears that the car will not be near as efficient as with the catalytic converter. So what do the costs associated with converting our car's harmful fumes to fresh, breathable air have to do with your retirement? Well, let's find out. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, financial conversion specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we show you how to convert your IRA or 401k from those noxious smelling and dangerous taxes buried inside that thing, that retirement tool that everybody seems to want to invest in so that your family can use and enjoy more of it, let me introduce two financial mechanics you'll want to have on your side when producing a TV or radio show. America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander, along with Louisville's most laid-back graphics artist, Mr. Derek Hudson. We'll start with you, Aaron. Good morning. First of all, on this uh, beautiful July 7th, 2021, how are you today? Hey, good morning, sir. I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing very well, doing very well. So before we go over, toss it over to Derek, because I got a question to ask him. I know a little bit of the history of this question, by the way. What do you know, or did you know, uh, prior to our subject today of catalytic converters, Aaron? I think my knowledge of catalytic converters, uh, you pretty much summed everything up that I knew. I knew that uh, 
They help filter out, uh, for lack of a better term, bad gases. There's a lot of bad gases, but uh, they they help filter out bad gases and produce uh, not as bad gases. That's, that, that's kind of the extent of my knowledge. That's catalytic converters for dummies 101 right there. Kind of like Tums for our body, I yeah, guess. Yeah, kind of like Tums, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Bad gas to less bad gas. Yeah. All right, now we switch over to Derek, and Derek... Uh, uh, how long have you been working here at Worry Free Productions? Uh, it's coming up on a year. Oh, is on it really? On the 20th, it'll be a year. Oh, July 20th anniversary? July well, 20th, Well, yeah. good. I'll get you a new catalytic converter for your oh, anniversary gosh. here. But uh, prior to that, tell folks a little bit about your, your work. You don't have to say where you're working, but basically the wages you made. Let's start off with uh, where you were prior to joining Worry Free Productions. Yeah, with my previous job I was working, uh, I was doing a service year with a nonprofit here in town. So part of the condition to that is that your take home pay is less than minimum wage. Uh, the advantage to that is you get like an education stipend at the end of your service term. So I did my year, I continued for another year because I hadn't found um, a replacement job yet. And then I started working here and I still work with that nonprofit just on a yeah. freelance basis. That's cool. So at the time though, you were having some problems, ironically, with your car's catalytic converter. Now let me, let me kind of, before you get into this, I was doing some research on, let me see if I've got it here, Derek. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's see, bear with me, where was that? I was reading for uh, uh, symptoms of a bad catalytic converter. Here it goes, okay? Because you ought to relate to this. First of all, they say if the check engine light or warning light comes on, you might have a bad catalytic converter. I don't like this, the thought of this. Smelling of rotten eggs. Okay, that wouldn't be good. Issues starting the engine. Another example of having possibly a bad catalytic converter. Poor acceleration um, and declining fuel efficiency. So which one of these kind of alerted you that you might have a bad catalytic converter? Well, I was actually on my way back from Florida and I was 30 minutes from getting here to Louisville when the check engine light come on, and that was the first sign. So I went to AutoZone and they told me it was a catalytic converter. Um, but as far as the rest, there was one time where I went to unload, I think that night I went to unload my car and I noticed a very noxious smell coming from the back of it. Uh, it didn't smell like rotten eggs, it smelled like something ungodly I've never smelled on this earth before. <laughs> so I just feel bad for everyone that was driving behind me that whole trip. <laughs> But, you wonder why nobody was tailgating you on the way home. Right, right? yeah, it was nice for once, you know. But um, yeah, it. Uh, as far as fuel efficiency, that's something I wouldn't have noticed. Now, I did when I was working because I was still driving that car when I started here. I had uh, sudden accelerator problems, and it was like I couldn't go forward all of a sudden. I was driving on Dixie Highway, and I had to pull off. <laughs> and when I went to park, suddenly the accelerator just shot like the rotations per minute shot up. So I had to turn off the car. I tried to figure out what was going on. I managed to get home and I assumed it was related to the catalytic converter and it wasn't. It was something completely unrelated according to him. So, so he's like, I got to get another car, which you finally did. Well, at the time I, I had that replaced, the air conditioning. Oh, you did have replaced. the catalytic converter replaced? No, no, oh. I, I needed to. What was get the that cost well. of that going to be? Did you get a quote on that? Uh, that was a few hundred. There wasn't as much. I saw the oh. same article. It wasn't in the thousands or anything, but it was okay. going to be, you know, I mean, close to a. a of course, we talked about thieves stealing them. What you weren't trying to buy a hot catalytic converter, were you? Off the black market or anything? Uh, maybe? No comment. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did have a, a coworker at the nonprofit in the last year had his stolen. Wow. Uh, yeah, he was downtown. He he lives kind of in the same building as uh, the nonprofit, and someone got in his parking lot and just 
cut it off of his Jeep. So. That, that's what, yeah, I was reading an article. They say they can just get in saw them off in a matter of yeah. minutes. And, uh, and, and one of the reasons we're talking about this, folks, is, you know, there is a cost to every benefit. So think about that. The, which again, I'm not arguing for the sake of catalytic converters, especially back when you think about it in the sixties, when they started worrying about air pollution. I don't know if you've thought about this, Aaron. Think how many more cars we have on the road versus the sixties. It's crazy. So yeah, I'm kind of glad they came up with something to not have all these, the smell of rotten eggs. Can you imagine that? Driving through downtown Louisville with all the cars, the smell of rotten eggs, it would be pretty rough. But uh, there is a cost. And according to some of the articles I read, it's about $2,500. So why would a car manufacturer put in a catalytic converter if it's going to cost $2,500? Well, you got to look at the cost-benefit of the analysis. One of those benefits, obviously, cleaner air, which I can handle that. But more importantly, fuel efficiency, better running vehicles. So what does this have to do with taking your tax-infested 401k or IRA with that tax tumor buried within it? What does that have to do with this window of opportunity we talk about? And we're going to talk about more in detail today called the Roth conversion. I'm Tony Walker. When I return, you're going to want to stay tuned for this. No matter your age, by the way, regardless of your age, if you have a 401k, IRA, 403b through a savings account, yep, even a lump sum pension, you're going to want to see if it makes sense to convert that puppy over to tax-free cold hard cash. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am Tony Walker, and with me in the studio is Mr. Aaron Orander, America's favorite financial sidekick, and then catalytic converter specialist, Mr. Derek Hudson. What, can I call you a specialist yet, Derek, or are you no. just a fumbling, <laughs> bumbling, same, don't know much about catalytic converters, other I, than I, you can get them on the black market really cheap, apparently. Oh, yeah. I do want to, you know, just say that uh, while I never got it fixed, it's just because my friend wrecked my car before <laughs> That's I got right. the chance to. And I did have it, I had a cleaner. There's a something you can buy that cleans it out, and that would turn the check engine light off. So hopefully oh. I didn't destroy the planet too much. While you know I was what, that leads into an interesting point, because you used the cleaner. That was a quick fix, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it wasn't a permanent fix. Ooh, remind me, that's good leading into our conversation. You know, the late, great, famed philosopher and psychologist, I studied psychology back in, I remember studying Mr. James, but anyway, William James, he died years ago. But, you know, we're talking about this idea of understanding, first of all, when you got a problem, you know, like Derek understood with his catalytic converter, but there's another issue of accepting that problem and dealing with the consequences. Here's what William James said about this whole issue of cost, mistakes, whatever you want to say. He said the following, acceptance of what has happened is the first step to overcoming the consequences of any misfortune. 
Now you might say, Tony, okay, what does that have to do with my money? Come on, get back to money, partner. All right, let's think about this. Okay, let's read this quote one more time. It's going to make a lot of sense when I when I boil this down and think about your tax-infested 401k plan that you think is all your money. Okay, acceptance of what has happened is the first step to overcoming the consequences of any misfortune. So let's start at the end of that sentence. What is the misfortune here? Well, if you've been investing into a 401k, IRA, thrift savings account, 403b, you're waiting on that lump sum pension you're going to roll over, you have to understand something. The misfortune is that you have not paid the taxes on it. You have not truly counted the cost on it. And here's the real misfortune in the future. This is what most of you are not thinking about. Uh, Aaron, let me, uh, you used to work for an employer that provided a 401k. Did you ever contribute to your 401k to your former employer? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me pose this to you. I may put myself on a bad spot here, but whenever you signed up and put money into that 401k, do you remember a representative who represented the 401k, right? They had something to gain from this. They wanted your money. Did they sit down and they say, warning, Mr. Orner, before you put all this money in, just know one day you could have to pay a lot of taxes on this when you take it out. Did they ever sit down and give you that warning? No. No. Okay. doesn't happen, folks. So that's the problem. The misfortune is some of you, maybe even for the first time, quite frankly, are realizing that you, that money you see in that 401k or IRA, let's say it's 300,000, whatever it is, that is not a real number. First of all, you have the risk associated with it. So if you have it in the stock market, that 300,000 could nosedive at any time. But here's the real dilemma. The amount of money you see there, that 300000 not all of that is your money. Some of that, or possibly a lot of it, depending on what your tax bracket is, is the government's money. And that's why we call it a tax tumor. You can't see it, but it's there. And the problem is, over time, listen very carefully, even though the market's growing, so is the tax tumor. It isn't going away. And as the accounts grow, so too the fees grow. So you have all of these misfortunes happening within the 401k plan. And now maybe for the first time, as William James says, the question is, are you going to accept what has happened? And that is that you have the majority of your life savings in an account, a pre-tax account that has not yet been taxed. And here's the worst part, folks, and they just changed the law on this. When you die, okay, I always say the tumor goes away when you die with a real tumor. This tumor doesn't go away. When you die, not if you die, when you die and you leave this to your kids or grandkids, now they are stuck with the tumor. And here's the question here. And let's say you and Derek both, if you had to guess, you're, fa- you're fairly young. You realize where the debt is in this country, right? Spiraling out of control, right? Right. Nobody's paying it back. Would it be safe to say that down the road, 20 or 30 years, let's say you inherit an IRA from your parents or grandparents or whoever. Would it be safe to say possibly taxes could even be higher 20 or 30 years down the road? Yeah, absolutely. Derek, would you agree with that? Possibly? Yeah, it's a possibility. So the problem is, folks, as we get into what we call planning, we are retirement planning specialists at Tony Walker Financial. We're trying to figure out what is going to be the darn tax. So the window of opportunity that all of us have, assuming you have a pre-tax 401k, IRA, or other qualified account, is something called a Roth conversion. And just like a catalytic converter converts those potentially poisonous gases into breathable air, what the Roth conversion does is it eliminates or reduces that tax tumor. And listen carefully, 
and takes that money and makes it tax free forever. I didn't say for a few years. I mean forever. Now, granted, we're not going to get into the five-year rules. If you convert a Roth, if you convert an IRA to Roth, keep in mind, for the most part, you can't touch that money for five years, which is one more reason you better get with a professional like us before you start running off and doing these Roth conversions. There are a lot of issues. We're going to get into that in just a second. But the basics are the Roth conversion, you're telling the government, let's take that $300,000 IRA or 401k, and you say, you know what? I want to take 100000 of that and convert that to a Roth. I want that 100000 to be, from this point forward, tax-free forever, and I want it to go to my kids when I die, whatever it's grown to, tax-free. That would be a Roth conversion. But there is a problem with a Roth conversion, and that money, when it's converted over, has to be considered taxable income. So what I'm going to do over the next just couple of minutes, and this is, by the way, uh, Aaron, tell people how they can watch past episodes of the TV show, because we're getting ready to record a TV show, folks. You're going to want to see this illustration. It's a little hard to give you this many numbers. I'm going to give them to you over the radio, but Aaron, let them know about our YouTube channel. Absolutely. So folks, if you want to watch uh, past episodes of the Worry-Free Retirement, it's real easy to do. All you got to do is go to youtube.com, youtube.com, and right there at the top, there's a search bar. Just type in that search bar, Tony Walker Financial, and click search. When you do, you'll see Tony's smiling face right there. Just click on that, and you're going to go to our YouTube page that not only has past episodes of the Worry-Free Retirement, it's got all types of other video content. Okay, thank you, Aaron. Let me slide over my microphone here. i got to get my cheat notes out, Aaron. Okay, here we go. Now, again, like Aaron said, I would encourage you to go watch this on TV or YouTube channel, whatever, but this is some good stuff. So let me do the best I can to explain this graphic. Let's imagine we have someone who is already retired, okay? It doesn't matter what age, 65, 68, whatever. Right now, they're drawing a pension of $31,000. Let's say they were eligible for a pension. The husband is driving, uh, drawing Social Security for around $28,000 a year. The wife is around $17,000 a year. Great income. So total income, $45,561 in this example. Uh, less their standard deductions are filing jointly of $25,100. So that brings their taxable income down this year. Again, we're not talking about a conversion yet. We're just telling you about their income to $20,000, which means their estimated tax liability federally in this example is 2000 bucks roughly. And listen to this, no state income taxes because the pension falls within the $31,000. That's in the state of Kentucky. That's how much you can draw without state income taxes on any qualified account. Okay. And by the way, we have a certified tax specialist on staff at Tony Walker Financial. Her name is Leanne Tinsley. She does a great job of helping our clients and prospective clients uh, do these calculations so they can help, you know, we can help them determine, and there's no cost for this, but help them determine if a Roth conversion is right for them. Okay. So that's the situation. So in summary, this person only has to pay about $2,000 in federal taxes and no state income taxes. Pretty cool. All right. Let's go to the Roth conversion. That person has a big IRA that we started talking about. And they said, hey, Tony, I thought about converting my IRA over to a Roth. All right. So in this example, they're going to take $100,000 and convert it this year to a Roth, which is no problem. But let's see what happens to the taxes. All right. So when you add this $100,000, it all, 100% of it has to go on the tax return. Well, what does that do? Well, remember in our prior example, for federal income tax purposes, 
They only had to pay taxes on $45,561, but now, presto whammo, that jumps to $170,000. Again, that's taxable income. You say, well, Tony, that math isn't adding up. Believe me, this is how you have to do the math. Again, this Roth conversion is creating a rippling effect on a lot of different issues in how to calculate those taxes. So take my word for this. This is how it works. All right. So now you got total income of 170,000. You take your standard deduction off of that, 25,100. Remember in our prior episode, uh, example, the taxable income was just over 20,000. Now it's over $145,000 plus $100,000 is subject to state income taxes because we exceeded the $31,000 limit for the year. All right, so what does that mean? It ain't good, folks, all right? Not that you shouldn't do this, and I'll explain that in just a second, but listen closely. All of a sudden, rather than coming up with a little over $2,000 in federal taxes and no state taxes, you're going to have to write a check now, not later, now to Uncle Sam for over $23,000 to the federal and to the state tax guy over there, $5,000. Now, Aaron, have you ever had to write a check now just to the government for $23,424? No. That's a pretty big check, isn't it? That's a big check. So what happens, folks, many people, they kind of, it's like, can we make the sound of a car screeching like Derek's driving it and the check engine light's on? Give us a good car screech, Aaron. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, so what happens is people see these numbers and they're like, whoa, and they throw on the financial brakes, they stop the vehicle, and they go, wait a minute, Tony, are you telling me that if I do this Roth conversion, as good as this sounds, all right, the cost to convert that in this example is going to be over $23,000 to the Fed and $5,000 to state. And I'd say, yep. So the next question is, why in the world would I do this? Well, folks, speaking of cars, it's just like the old Fram oil filter commercial. Play that thing, Aaron. This is a classic. What's the one-liner there? The choice is yours. You can pay me now. Or pay me later. So it's the same thing, folks, with this IRA or 401k, the taxes have to be paid. You can either pay them now or you can wait and pay them later. And the point is, if you wait, in most cases, not always, but in most cases, that tax is even going to be larger than it is now. So who is a good candidate for a Roth conversion? Well, when I come back, I'm going to take two different folks. I'm going to take a 62-year-old married couple, still working, and I'm going to take a 72-year-old widow who is not working outside the household any longer, and decide if, in fact, a Roth conversion is right for either of them. You stay tuned. Tony Walker, you're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no-obligation appointment. Let us help you today. With the stock market at all-time highs and our nation's debt through the roof, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Now may be the best time to safeguard more of your 401k. Let's get started today by logging on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. 
Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Tony Walker here. And by the way, we have just finally put the finishing touches on six different booklets. Now, folks, these are absolutely free. You can download them at TonyWalkerFinancial.com if you want the digital copies. But we have annuities made easy, investments made easy, 401k rollovers made easy, insurance made easy, retirement made easy, and then the fan favorite mailbox money made easy. So you can download those at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. But normally, all of these, it's like a $69 value. And Aaron's going to tell you how, if you want the hard copies, I can't believe I'm doing this for free, Aaron. The hard copies, absolutely free mail to you. Tell them how they can get these six hard copies right away. Sure, no problem. So folks, all you got to do is go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Scroll down till you see the picture of all six booklets kind of fanned out there, and there will be a button that says Request Free Booklet Bundle. Just click on that, fill out your information, and we'll make sure you get all six of those booklets. Okay, thank you, Aaron. All right, in the time remaining, we just got a few minutes here. Let's take a look at a couple that's 62. They have a home worth $350,000 with $150,000 debt. They're worried about taxes on their 401k. He's got about a half million dollars in his 401k, still working, makes $120,000 a year. His partner stays home full time, 15,000 in savings. Um, if he takes social security to his full retirement age, that'd be 3,000 a month for him, about $1,500 a month for his wife. They are homebodies. They also don't travel a whole lot. They feel like they just wanna stay at home, spend time with the grandkids, keep a low key lifestyle. And yes, the question is, Tony, if I roll this 401k over to you and put this in an IRA, what would be involved in converting that to that tax-free, cold, hard cash you talk about? Well, first of all, there's a problem with this scenario. Here's why this person is probably not a good example of a Roth conversion, and that is they don't have enough money in savings to pay the tax. You see, folks, to do a Roth conversion, what you're doing is you're taking pre-tax money telling the government you want to convert the entire amount to the tax-free Roth, okay? But you got to pay the tax. Remember our last example, you owed tax, let's say if you did $100,000 of over $23,000 in federal taxes. Well, he doesn't have that money. He only has 15,000 in the bank. Where are you going to get it? Well, most people say, "Well, just take it out of the fund. You got all that money." That that folks that defeats the whole purpose. That's not what you do. When you're doing a Roth conversion, the perfect scenario is you have a bunch of after-tax money, money that's already been taxed, sitting on the sidelines, especially if it's not earning much money, like a lot of these bank uh, money markets that are paying next to nothing. Talking about a great place to grab money and throw a bone to the IRS is to pay the tax out of that stuff. But anyway, this person, in my view, is not a good candidate. Could that change? Possibly. But again, probably not the best candidate for a Roth. All right, let's move over to a 72-year-old. This is a widow. She lost her husband several years ago. Back when he passed away, she transferred his 401k over to somebody like us, let's say, and put it in an IRA. Now, let's look at her situation. She lives in a paid-for home. It's worth about $150,000. She likes her home, doesn't plan on moving. She loves spending time and would like to give some money to her grandchildren, realizes she doesn't even need the IRA. Uh, she's going to have to start taking it because of the RMD rules. We talked about that in a previous show. And the caveat, she has over $150,000 in savings. Okay? So let's think about this. Is she a good candidate for a Roth IRA? Oh, by the way, she's collecting Social Security of $3,200 a month, which incidentally covers almost all of her bills. She doesn't have any debt. 
That's another thing, folks. You're reading all these goofy articles and people telling you you're going to need a gajillion dollars when you get in the second half of life. For most people, not everybody, but for most people, especially in southern Indiana and the state of Kentucky where we work out of. So, yes, this person is an excellent candidate for a Roth conversion. Now, I don't think I'd take the whole 400000 and convert it now. I mean, that would wipe out her savings just to pay the tax. But, folks... Again, this person is basically saying, I don't need the money. I'd like to see my kids and grandkids enjoy it. Uh, she doesn't want to probably be subject to these RMDs, which a Roth conversion isn't. So in this case, this person would definitely want to sit down with me and let us analyze and determine not if a Roth conversion is appropriate, but how much they'd want to convert. So folks, as you sit here listening to this type of show, you might say, Tony, I'm a little confused. I'm not sure what to do. Well, folks, you got to understand this is all I do for 37 years and in meeting with over 15,000 savers. When it comes to retirement planning, I know what I'm talking about. And we have the staff and other salaried fiduciaries to back me up and help you make decisions like this. So if you're sitting there with no game plan, uh, you don't know how to deal with a tax infested 401k or IRA that you're dealing with. You don't have an advisor that seems to work in your best interest. Why don't you do this right now? Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on that Let's Get Started button. We'll be happy to meet with you in person or over the phone at no obligation. Or give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. We hope you've enjoyed today's program. We look forward to talking to you next week. But between now and then, you remember, if all else fails, you be worry-free.